Drawing room over here. You made it. Oh, come on through. Do you fancy drink? What's your tipple? Aurora Mardaganian, her Armenian name Ashalusa, became something of an early Hollywood sensation in America in the late 1910s. A survivor of the massacre and exile of the Armenian people, her story became a cause célèbre and was turned into a movie called Auction of Souls. President Wilson sought an American mandate for Armenia, but his plan was defeated in Congress and shortly afterwards, copies of the film mysteriously vanished. A new documentary, Aurora's Sunrise, uses recovered scenes from the film, archival testimony and animation to tell Asha Luce's story. The film won Best Animated Film at the Asia-Pacific Screen Awards and was the Armenian entry for this year's Oscars. Ina Sahakian is the film's director and co-writer and she's my guest. Welcome to you, Ina. Thank you, Andy, for this opportunity. This movie came from a different project that you were working on at the time. You'd originally been planning to work on a series of animated shorts. What was it about Arshalusa's story that captured you in the first place? Thank you so much. Yeah, I discovered the, uh, her story while I was doing research in Zorian Institute Armenian Genocide Oral History Archive uh, for another uh, documentary uh, about Armenian Genocide series, basically. And uh, I was really shocked when I uh, heard her interview, uh, which was recording in 1984. Her story was so unique because she passed through the Armenian genocide as a teenage girl and become a Hollywood silent movie star. Uh, she agreed to relieve her pain on the silver screen uh, and all to help her people. Uh, you know, uh, we grow up with genocide stories, but usually those stories uh, were from perspective as victims because uh, genocide was not ex expected. Armenians were not really ready for that. And uh, we have very heavy stories. But this one was very unique because it was coming from a perspective of a young girl who was uh, never became a victim. She was always fighting against the reality with her own uh, wheels and with uh, sometimes with the help of destiny, but she was always moving on and helping others in this very unhuman situation, and that was so uh, interesting. And the world didn't know her story, uh, so I really felt absolutely sure that I need to tell her story in the film. So at the time that this silent film came out, uh, Auction of Souls, it really was a fantastical story of survival, of heroism. Was it widely known at that time that the actress playing this role was indeed uh, portraying an autobiographical character or was that sort of glossed over in, in your early Hollywood press? No, it was absolutely known. Uh, the whole campaign of Auction of Souls was, was built that Aurora Martiganyan herself uh, is playing in the film. And uh, the PR campaign that they did back then in 1920s was absolutely mind-blowing because uh, uh, it was heavily in all newspapers and they did the screenings all, not only all over America, but the film also reached Australia and uh, other parts of uh, the world. It was in Europe, in Canada, in Latin America. And that was basically they also 
biggest PR point that the girl who survived the genocide is retelling her story in this uh, movie. And you mentioned it was such a big PR campaign to sort of sell the film. At that time, was it seen as a bit of an extension of vaudeville or this sort of true tale that was, you know, relived for the, the viewing pleasure of the audiences around the world? Yes, and uh, at the same time, that was uh, part of Near East Relief Campaign, uh, which was humanitarian organization helping Armenians, and not only Armenians, uh, the whole uh, region survivors after the First World War. And partially it was also uh, part of the political campaign because, as you mentioned, Wilson policy to, to get a, a mandate uh, for Armenia and uh, the, of course, like we all know today, <laughs> that a lot of uh, parts uh, of humanitarian campaigns, lots uh, of humanitarian campaigns are parts of the also political campaigns. So, uh, but the bottom line for Aurora herself was to help her people because big part of the revenue of the film, which was uh, hundreds of thousands, million uh, uh, back then, was addressed to help Armenian orphans and building Armenian orphanages all over the world. So when it comes to the events of her life that were depicted in the film, I mean, it's difficult to sort of truly understand. They they were truly shocking. I mean, over two months, she lost her entire family. She was captured and escaped several times. What did she go through in, in that was depicted in this film? Uh, the whole life story of Aurora that is in the film is coming from her testimonies. Uh, as a documentary filmmaker, for me, it was very important to give her a voice. Uh, so Elder Aurora herself is telling uh, her life story in the film. And uh, yeah, it's sometimes unbelievable. But this young girl passed uh, during this two year of nightmares through all the events that are there. So at the beginning, in the first two months, all her family was murdered, almost all of them in front of her eyes. She was sold to harem. Uh, she escaped, uh, like, she was sold again. She escaped again. So uh, it's it really, from our point of view, it's an unbelievable story. But uh, this is what happened to this teenage girl. And sadly, now also in history, we have... Uh, similar stories uh, during the current war. So sadly, yeah, that, that's part of the life. But as I told, the, the most important in her case was uh, her will not to give up uh, and go against the mainstreams that was going uh, around her and fight uh, for, for humanity. To have lived through so much and then to uh, have to reenact the story for the camera must have been incredibly difficult. And the footage that we see in the film seems surprisingly brutal for a silent film from that era. Were you surprised that that was included at that time? Uh, yes, uh, uh, and that was one of the biggest productions uh, and one of the first films that ever talk about current historical events and uh, one of the her strongest character like part was that she agreed to act in that film for me because one thing is to survive genocide which was heavy by itself but the second uh like totally different decision to agree to reenact 
in the film and relieve all the time, and not only once while you are uh, reenacting in the film, but also during the whole PR campaign. She had to watch the film, answer the questions of the audience and relieve all the time. But she was doing this in order to help Armenians and Armenian orphans. And that was really amazing. Uh, yes, the film is quite brutal, uh, 1919 film. And uh, even in the PR campaign, there were slogans like, uh, this film will make American uh, woman blood to boil from, from the heaviness that they're going to see and all these kind of slogans. But uh, I have a piece in the film that I included from her testimonies. The reality was even br more br brutal. And uh, like the fiction film had to a bit censor and change the events. For example, the crucifixion scene that was included in a fiction uh, film, uh, uh, the crucifixion of Armenian girl. In reality, it was heavier. It was impilment of the young girls. So uh, sadly, even even this brutal fiction film was not able to capture the whole horror of the reality. Armenian genocide. T telling this story and this history from the perspective of a young woman, a survivor, not a soldier or a politician, what did you hope to, what, that it will do in, in terms of the audience's understanding of this, uh, as you put it, very heavy history? Uh, as an Armenian woman, for me, it was very important to give the voice of to Armenian girl. Uh, and uh, I believe because uh, and that shows also film success. And when I have Q&As after uh, the screenings all over the world, people really connect with her story. It's a very personal story and told from her own perspective. And uh, it's it's not the propaganda film or it's, it's the it's story of a real girl who is uh, telling us her own story. And I think that was... For me, at least, uh, the only way to talk about Armenian genocide, when you really see someone who survived it and telling you the details uh, and having such a great character as Aurora, I think uh, that's uh, I reached my goal to, to speak about Armenian genocide with, with the world now nowadays. And that's also very important for me because in reality, sadly, the history did not change and our situation, political situation is not changed. We are still in the war. And uh, I really hope that we will learn lessons from lessons from past and uh, not do the current day mistakes. On that point, one of the interesting moments in Aurora's testimony, I should say that Asha Luso is uh, Aurora's Armenian name and she changed it to Aurora in uh, the United States. One of the interesting moments is that she said that she didn't want revenge, that she wanted justice, court hearings and acknowledgement of that kind. What do you want to say about that? Why was that important to her? It's important not only to her, but also to me and I believe to all Armenians because this pain of Armenian genocide stay unhealed until it's not recognized uh, by the world and especially by Turkey. This happened. There are many evidence of the Armenian genocide in details, in books, in, in, in historical documents. 
uh, in testimonies, the same Zoyan Institute and other uh, genocide institutes have hundreds of thousands uh, testimonies recorded by the survivor. But sadly, it's not recognized, and that's why it's not. We don't want revenge, and I really uh, thankful to her for telling this in her in testimonies. So I used her words to my message to the world. We really want that it will be uh, recognized and justified and hope one day soon, shortly, this may happen. Well, speaking of acknowledgement, America acknowledged the Armenian genocide in 2021. Uh, Turkey still firmly rejects the suggestion and many countries, including Australia, do not formally use that term. Do you hope that changes and, and perhaps as a result of understanding stories like Aurora's? I really hope. Uh, of course, I understand that uh, poli- political situation is harder than, and art is, only art cannot really uh, make make big changes, but even small change, uh, even only in people's minds or one country recognition that will be, uh, that will be amazing uh, for me and for my country. 33 countries until now recognized Armenian genocide, and I really hope that this will be continuous uh, in future. Well, congratulations, Inna, on this work. It's truly uh, eye-opening that someone as young as Aurora went through that and then uh, went away to Hollywood to try and draw attention to the plight of her people. Congratulations and thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Inna Sahakian is the director of Aurora Sunrise, which is screening as part of the Europa Film Festival until March the 7th. Of course, Australia has not formally recognised the Armenian genocide, although it's come under pressure in the past to do so. Two states, New South Wales and South Australia, have passed motions acknowledging what happened to the Armenians as, quote-unquote, genocide. You've been listening to a podcast of The Drawing Room with me, Andy Park. For more great conversations, search for The Drawing Room on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.